in a world saturated with podcasts, Two Brothers, One Bible stands out as an intriguing addition to the audio landscape. Ooh, oh, that was good. What yeah, do you think yeah, about that? That's good. I don't have any idea what that means. No, no. Welcome to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. And welcome to another episode of Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. I'm Robert Wakefield. I'm Peter Searson. Peter, it's good to see you. You've been out of town. I have. And you uh, you are back here, and we're glad to see you. Yeah, well, thanks. Good to see you, too. Yes. Look forward to this. It's really going to be a, a great little podcast I, today. I think so. Well, hopefully they all are. But uh, <laughs> You never know. <laughs> well, we, we don't. Uh, we we aim high and hope for the best. We hope for the best. Yeah. I love the way you put that. Uh, we're in uh, Advent yeah. right now, and uh, it's a great time of year, don't you think? I, I love Christmas. I, I really too. do. I, I, I like, you know, the, the bright colored lights and seeing decorations and, you know, just the whole the whole thing. Let me ask you this. Yeah. When is it too early to start playing Christmas songs for you? Uh, it's got to be post Thanksgiving. <laughs> it really does. Anything prior to that? Are you highly offended just, or just tired of it, it by the just, time? Well, it just doesn't seem right. It <laughs> just doesn't. No, no. Now, if they want to have a Christmas channel, I, you know, for those who want it, go. Oh yeah. But for me, right? Uh, no. It, uh, it's, it's the songs start if the Christmas carols start before Thanksgiving. You're not in favor of that. I'm, I'm changing the channel. You're changing. <laughs> but yeah. after Christmas, uh, after Thanksgiving, you're all uh, in. Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, that's uh, And for you? Oh, for me, uh, it start, if it starts too early, I, I get really tired of it very soon. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm with you on that. Okay. And there's a certain song um, that, <laughs> that just drives me. I, Christmas doesn't officially begin until I hear the song. Okay. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time by Paul McCartney. Oh yeah. Now I don't I hate that song. Simply having <laughs> that, a wonderful Christmas time. <laughs> so, yes, that's the one. And and I I hate that song so bad. Yeah. It, it just it, I mean I just think it's just silly, but he okay. made millions on it. So well, I mean he he did a great job. Yeah. But the thing about it is uh whenever my family hears that song okay. for the very first time. Yeah. And I'm in the room. They okay. say, Christmas is here. <laughs> we can now celebrate because Dan has heard his least there favorite song. There you go. All right. Well, very good. All right. Okay. Well, so uh, one of the things about Advent and Christmas and, mm-hmm. and all this stuff is one of the subjects that you talked about yesterday yeah. in your lesson uh, here at New Song Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. Is, is joy. joy. Yeah. 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 Which... Really, I, I think you know Christmas is supposed to be joyful. Mm-hmm. I, I think we kind of take the joy out of it, to be honest. You know, with our list and our demands and our schedule, and you know, and sometimes it's 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 just the nature of life. You've got family duties and work obligations, mm-hmm. and then church stuff, and then all of those want to have this special that and this special that, right. and so you're trying to get the the baking and the cooking and the shopping and the wrapping. And and so the first thing to go out of Christmas tends to be the joy. The joy and, and sometimes Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> right right with joy. Yeah, yeah. We seem to forget that a lot of yeah, times. We really do. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. Uh, I was uh, in the Postal Service for over 35 years. Yeah. And I found during my working time, yeah, I found very little joy in Christmas. 
well, because yeah. I was just exhausted. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the demand sure. it just intensifies, you know, it, and it's probably already started. Oh, know, I'm sure. The, yeah. the amount of boxes that are. Yes, are being delivered. Yes, yes. We'll we'll let uh, we'll let those great postal workers, uh, and yeah. whoever else delivers, yeah. do that. For there now may on. be a smile in the box, but you know, <laughs> no one else is smiling. <laughs> no smile in their hearts. <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk about joy today. We're yeah. going to go to uh, uh, one of the best passages, in my opinion, yeah. uh, on joy. And that's Philippians 4, yep. uh, verses 4 through 9. So you got that in front of you? I there? sure do. Okay. Yeah, let me read that. I, sure. it's, it's, it's a great verse. Uh, Paul says, uh, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say it, uh, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you, you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. And the God of peace will be with you. Oh my goodness! Wow. What a great, great passage this is. Philip, uh, I mean, uh, Paul is writing to the Philippians yes. here in this mm-hmm. in this particular passage, and he starts it out by saying, "Rejoice in the Lord always." Yeah. And again, I say, "Rejoice." Yeah. Uh, you know, I lo- I love the way he starts that. Yeah. Section. <laughs> I, I think he got a little excited there. I do too. You know, and uh, you know, when we talk about it, it's one of his prison letters, and we say, you know, the context of where he's writing just doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. you know. But he, he, he really practiced what he preached. He did. He, he really uh, tried to live out these words that, no matter what the situation, mm-hmm. uh, situations come and go. They do, you know. And so he said, I, "I'm just going to rejoice. I'm going to be happy." And it's not, it's not. I'm choosing to have a good attitude, right? It, his focus is on God, mm-hmm. uh, and you know it's, we sometimes get joy and happiness confused. We really do. They're they're close. They're related. I think they're similar feelings, right? But yeah, happiness is is uh, is more of a state of mind. Joy is a is an attitude, mm-hmm. and so you could you could be unhappy and still choose joy, right? Yeah, yeah, because your circumstances certainly. Not every circumstances in our life are joyful. No, um, they're no, just not. No. But uh, I read I read a definition that uh, joy is happiness over an unanticipated or present good. Hmm. I thought that was a neat definition yeah, I like for that. that. That's yeah. good. I thought that was pretty good. But uh, he starts off right there in, in uh, Philippians four mm-hmm. uh, with rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice, and then he he kind of. Well, I was going to say one more thing. Uh, joy is a, one of the fruits of the Spirit. It is. Yep. Uh, in Galatians yep. 5.22. Yeah. So not only is joy something that we should have within us, I mean, it's a Christian virtue that's given to us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I, I just thought that was a great point. Yeah. Well, in verse 5, he picks up another fruit of the Spirit. Yes. Uh, with gentleness. Gentleness. Yeah. yeah. Let yeah. your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord yeah. is near. Yeah. I love the way that that's said because let your gentleness be evident to all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, treat others the way you want to be treated is kind of the way I read that. 
You know, I was trying to think of some synonyms for uh, the word uh, gentleness, and, and some commentators said that the word moderation would oh, okay. would be better served. Uh, but then I came across the word forbearance, mm-hmm. and then I kind of thought of more contemporary words that we would use, and I thought about softness uh, or selflessness. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you know, because I think gentleness is really it's it's not about me. And, right. and and one of the definitions I read about gentleness is strength under control. Oh, that's good. And so just because you can doesn't mean you should. Mm-hmm. And so, again, it's it's taking that, that road less traveled, be, being kind, considerate, meek, mild. Uh, and, and sometimes it's it's putting your, your rights mm-hmm. aside right. for the good of someone else. Sure. Uh, that's that's awesome. Uh, yeah. that, that's a great way of looking at it. So let your gentleness uh, be evident to all. The Lord is near. And I love the way he put that at the end of that little sentence. Yeah, you know, it, it kind of jumps out of nowhere. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, the Lord, you know, be gentle and let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. That's kind of like, you know. Well, Santa's watching. <laughs> well, it could be, yeah. yeah. But I think it's it's it shows that's that's the core statement there, Robert. It is. Well, because he says, you know, rejoice in the Lord, rejoice again, you know, gentleness be evident to all. And and he's saying the reason you can rejoice and, and the reason you can be gentle and the reason it can be evident to all is because the Lord's near. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I love the way that because it does just jump out of there. Yeah, because I was you know when you're reading this as a letter, you're thinking, okay, let your gentleness, and there'll be some more things. Well, yeah, and then all of a sudden, hey, the Lord is near. Yeah, and it's like, what? Okay, where are you come from? <laughs> and you know what's interesting? It's it's the Greek word Maranatha, and, and we hear that word. It, it's kind of like you know, Hallelujah. But, okay. And Maranatha, typically we 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 reference it to the Lord's second coming. Okay. However, the way Paul is using it here, he's talking about the Lord is near. Literally, his presence is here. It's accessible. It's available to us. Oh, yeah. And so because of that, the nearness of the Lord, we can be joyful in non-joyful situations. We can be gentle where self rises up and wants to take charge. We can say, no, I'm going to take a back seat on Right. This. Because of the presence of the Lord. Oh, that's perfect. I, I love that, Peter. That's really good. Then then another transition takes place yeah. in verse 6. Yeah. Uh, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So let me just stop right there okay. and say, do not be anxious about anything. Yeah. Now, <laughs> we as as human beings, right. we are anxious about so many things. Everything. You uh, everything. You know, you go to someone's house, mm-hmm. uh, unexpected. Right. You go knocking on the door and it's, oh yeah, come on in. Hey, don't mind the house. Right. Uh, it, it's a wreck right there. And what's the first thing we say? Oh, oh don't worry about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, th- don't worry about that. But but you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're the one being visited, oh, that's yeah. the first thing you think of. Oh, I meant to put those shoes up. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they leave, you get chewed out. Right. Why'd you open the door? Why'd you let them in? <laughs> But, you know, we're anxious about everything. Oh, we are. And uh, this time of year, that that anxious feelings, those worrisome yep. feelings can really overpower the joy that we're supposed to be having this it time of year. It just sucks it right out of you. Mm-hmm. Because not only are we anxious about what is, we're anxious about what could be. Right. And sometimes our imaginations just get just out of control. Right. And, you know, we worry about the strangest things. Oh, we do. 
Yeah. You know, uh, worry is a symptom of a lack of trust in God. It, it is. It's it's putting our faith in fear rather mm-hmm. than our faith in God. In God. Yeah. So that's the reason why worry is such a robber of time, of, of resources, of energy. Yes. Uh, it, it's just it's just not the thing to do, yeah. especially when uh, uh, Paul right here says, do not be anxious about anything. Yeah. You know, I, I wrote in my, my little side column here, I said, give no thought. Paul's just said, don't pay attention to that. I don't, like that. Don't think about that. Don't dwell on that. Right. The Lord's near. Think yeah. about him. Right. right. He just said that in the first Exactly. Prior. Yeah. <laughs> pay attention, class. Yeah. <laughs> Listen up. <laughs> well, that was just one thing that jumped off the page. Yeah. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, I love the way he says, okay, if, if you're going to be anxious about something, you've got an avenue that's, uh, that is the antidote to yeah. worry. Oh, perfect. And, and that's prayer. Yeah. And, yeah. and so he, he talks about that uh, in every situation by prayer and petition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what else that I noticed? What's that? Um, by prayer and uh, prayer, I can't say petition today. That's petition. Okay. Uh, by prayer and petition yeah. with Thanksgiving. Yeah, I know. Okay, so <laughs> it's it's not just... Asking and you know, you know, praying to God for something to happen in your life. He wants you to be. He's saying, be thankful for what you've got in your life right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even thankful for this bad situation, which which is just so against our our train of thought. You right. know how how in the world do you say? In fact, I heard someone on the radio uh, thanking God for cancer. Yeah. And and you think about that prayer. That's a that's that just seems wrong on every level. Mm-hmm. But it was the cancer that caused them to slow down. It was the cancer that caused them to change priorities, to dwell on family, mm-hmm. to turn towards God. Uh, that really saved their life. Right. So the thing that was killing them gave them life because them life. It, sure. it, it it changed them. Well, and so. You know, it's it's hard to be thankful for the negative things, but God works often in the negative things, and so we we've got to be mindful of that. Right, right. Um, so, <clears throat> I just thought that the uh, the prayer and petition with Thanksgiving was a great little yep. uh, little sentence right there, and then presenting your request to God mm-hmm. um, is just a regular thing that we all do. And then then in verse seven, yeah, if you do those things, I know. <laughs> Yeah. If you do the prayer and petition with thanksgiving and not worry about anything, the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, yeah. uh, will guard you, your hearts and your minds. I love that phrase, transcends all understanding. You know, it's like Paul says, I don't even understand how this works. Mm-hmm. I just know it does. Right. It's like flipping on the light switch and lights come on. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I'm grateful it does. I turn the key in my car and it starts. I don't need to know the mechanics of it. Right. But Paul's saying, I know that if I realize the Lord is present, if I think about him, if I turn everything to him, whether it's a positive or a negative, and give it to him, he floods me with peace and contentment, and it just blows my mind. Mine too. But he does. Yeah. And it's it's this peace of God that we we do not understand this peace of God. There's no way for us to wrap our heads around that. No, not at all. 
So it will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Now, we are at the point now where we normally start winding this thing down. Oh, we probably should. And uh, my phone is going off, so let's let's end this call right now. Or we can end this podcast. Let's just do that. Let's just end this podcast. (laughs) We've got to end something, Robert. That's exactly. I had my. I don't understand why it's going off. It's I, important. Oh no, it's not. It's really not. So uh, we'll, we'll. I tell you what. Let's do some bonus coverage because we didn't get to verse eight. Yeah, I really love eight. And so we will do bonus coverage on this part of joy in our next podcast. And I will be turning off my phone. Okay. So or we'll, answering it either one. We'll do one or the other. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Two Brothers One Bible Podcast. I'm Robert Wakefield. I'm Peter Searson. And join us next time as we talk a little bit more about joy and our next podcast. So thanks for listening, and God bless. Thank you for listening to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We want to encourage you to subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and be sure and tell a friend.